is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. And it has been an extraordinary year on the Sounding Board and we're eternally thankful for the support of Drinkwise, an unbelievable social cause. Remember, if you're choosing to drink this summer, do it responsibly, choose to Drinkwise. And podcasts uh, rely on the support they get and also people who have faith in them before they become something. And our next guest is the CEO of Drinkwise, who backed us in from the start and allowed us to build a product that we hope has done some great social cause and change by building an audience and connecting it to an important message, which was important to us. Damo, from the beginning. Yeah. And Simon Storm's been that guy from Drinkwise, and he popped past this morning and we grabbed him on the microphone, the CEO of Drinkwise. Good morning. Welcome to you, Simon. Thanks, Hutchie. Thanks, Damo. I think you put him in the uh, headlock, Hutchie, and put him in front of that microphone. Yeah, I'm not sure he really wants to be here. <laughs> no, but he's, he's very good on his feet, so we, we involve him this morning. First of all, the year that's been in your cause, drink, uh, drinking wise and doing moderately and responsibly, some ups and downs. We've had pubs shut, then open, and, and people got a little over raced. We've got schoolies off, now on. How have you found the behaviour of the community, and what are the things that you're noticing? Some of the behaviours have been really positive, and I think uh, during COVID we saw that spike in alcohol sales, and that was uh, certainly a concern. But what we actually found through Drinkwise research was that the overwhelming majority of Australians were still drinking in moderation um, and within the government guidelines on average, which was really important. And as we've seen with schoolies, I think everyone now is really embracing that opportunity to socialise with family and friends and don't want to miss that opportunity by drinking alcohol to excess. Is it tough in your industry because of the behavioural changes that you can't control, like in the lockdown, out of lockdown, people under stress, mood swings, health, you know, mental health, pubs open, shut, limited numbers, bigger numbers? How difficult has that been to, to navigate as, a, as an industry? It's been really difficult because I think certainly over the last two years, we haven't had that opportunity to get out with the messaging. A lot of sporting events has been cancelled and obviously we have a, a big presence within those. But one of the things that Drinkwise did early on was really look at some of the mental health issues uh, that might be around within the community um, and actually start to address those with a couple of key partners, particularly the support services that deal with mental health and actually develop some campaigns, whether that be directed towards the broader population or in particular year 12 students who were doing it really tough um, and in particular female year 12 students. So we wanted to support them as they were heading into their exams uh, and that's been a really important initiative for us. So I'm not as au fait as the, with the vernacular in advertising as you and, and Hutchie are, but the, the cut through of, of Drinkwise, to me anyway, seems to have been reasonably profound over the over the short journey you've been uh, advertising and, and trying to get the, the positive message through. That's it. And I think one of the, the important things for a Drinkwise perspective is the fact that we're riding that wave of moderation. Um, it, the community has certainly changed attitudes towards drinking. Um, it's much healthier and safer now, and people understand that and are actually embracing that. And we've seen even just the trends with zero and low alcohol products. Mm. But people do want to cut back, and we want to support them to do that. So the Drinkwise reminder, whether that's where, you know, if you're at a sporting event or simply just at home relaxing on the couch, it's really important to remember that uh, if you are choosing to have a drink, just moderate. And throw a zero in. Uh, it's magnificent. I'm a Carlton Zero guy, as you know, Damo. And uh, I've seen you drink that, yes. I, I must say, it was a little acquired taste for me years ago. It took me like a couple of weeks to get my, my head around the taste. And then once you develop the palate, it's magnificent. And it does slow you down. It is a good way to, um, you know, you, you want to be social but not be overt. You can just even have one or two or even a night or two, just drink zero and integrate into your experience. And I say hand on heart, it's... Uh, 
it, it is a great way to, to um, shake the stigma of your friends. And I think part of the, the challenge of being uh, a strong leader in the community is actually push back on your friends too. If you do mm. get a little bit of a hassle or, or pressure from your friends, you know, just people respect others more than they ever have before. Society's changing for the better, and part of that is just putting your hand back sometimes. So I'm not, I'm not having a drink today, or I'm only having one, and I'm going to go, and that's fair and reasonable. I was going to ask you about sport, Strawny, because you work with all elite sport or have worked with elite sport in all sectors. Do you think it's becoming – have you noticed a, a, a change in trend? Like I think once upon a time in some sports – uh, the NRL probably would be unfair to single them out, but they're one of the sports where it was like, ah, oh, there's another drinking incident in the NRL. And now, now it's a bigger deal. Now like, it carries more social consequence. We feel like uh, we hit harder as a media when that happens. Do you think that's been a good byproduct of the education that you've done over a long period of time with young athletes and beyond? Without a doubt. I think one of the really positive aspects, particularly since around about 2014, has been the fact that sporting codes have actually jumped on board and have seen their role in actually promoting the message, whether that be through the NRL, who are absolutely fantastic supporters of the Drinkwise message, but also around spring racing carnival, um, horse racing venues, whether that be across New South Wales, Australian Turf Club, the VRC, um, have all actually jumped on and embraced it. And that's really important. So if you are turning up to an event, one of the things you actually want to do is to set the expectation around behaviour. Is that it's okay to have a drink, just make sure you don't overdo it because you want everyone to have a great time, but also those around them to have a great time too, which is one of the most important things because it's not all about you as an individual. It's your friends, your family, who you might be going to an event with, but the rest of the crowd too. We want everyone to walk out a winner. And you picked us before we really got started, so... I'm not sure if you're back to winner or a loser there, but you, <laughs> you, you chose to partner with us. I debated sometimes myself. Pretty much <laughs> at the start. Was, was that because you identified Damien as being one of the most conservative human beings walking the planet and thought you are in good hands? Was it, was it, was it your foresight in noticing Damo's persona and, and latching onto the back of that? <laughs> or was it you just use this man who's one of the great marketers of our time wanting to get the message through quicker than you would have otherwise maybe? Yeah, Hutchie did sell a good story, but uh, it was your presence, Damo, that really sold it in for us. Uh, no, nah, it's been good. It's, it's one of those things where you do, and, and Drinkwise has sort of had a, a bit of a history in terms of trying to jump onto new initiatives really early um, and ride that wave of success. And what we've seen through the sounding board in particular is the fact that we want to grow on that journey. Um, and it's been great. And I think it's particularly what you guys have done in terms of uh, just keeping it fresh and not bringing any guests. So this is a bit of an unusual one. I think I'm number three yeah, number off three. the roster. <laughs> Dennis Pagan, Adam from Ralph's Meats. Yep. I've been waiting five and a bit years yeah. and I'm finally on. Well, you were just walking past this morning, so there's nothing uh, contrived about this. We grabbed you in a headlock and said, come and have a chat to us. We want to say thanks for the year and we unashamedly do that. Uh, thanks for your support, uh, both of us. We would, you're the only person I know that can interrupt Damo's 17 weeks, 22 weeks annual leave. That's a huge effort. And uh, we look forward to your support again in 2022. And thanks. And to everyone out there, particularly this summertime, this Christmas, we've seen already social gatherings, the consequences that can happen. Take it easy, moderate, enjoy your friends, enjoy each other's company, but do it in moderation and be sure to drink wise and you'll never miss a moment of your holidays if you drink wise. Thanks, Simon. Thanks for having me on, guys. Simon Strawn, the Chief Executive of Drinkwise, and had the foresight of picking Damo as a Conservative.
Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Podcast with Hutchie and Damo for Drinkwise. Make sure you find us on Facebook and Twitter at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. 